Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you to the deepest, darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 7th of August, 2014. Summer is, uh, well, it's halfway gone. So, after you're done listening to what sounds like, I, I just heard Brasco doing his uh, lineup for today in, in, in proper NPR voice. Excellent, Brasco. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> proper NPR voice here on webmasterradio.fm. Um... <laughs> This is uh, So when you guys are done listening to an incredible afternoon on Webmaster Radio, live SEO 101, that doesn't happen often enough. And when it does, John and Roz, they just get going on each other. It's amazing. Um, you got live James Martell coming up later. Uh, you have PPC Playbook following this show. And this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Digital Always uh, – from Beanstalk SEO. Um, <laughs> sorry about that, Dave. I'm thinking security and SSL and the whole rigmarole that uh, this – this has been a weird week around the security file, hasn't it? It really has. It really has. So I, uh, I, I saw this post you put up on Facebook about an hour, maybe an hour and a half ago. Um, I don't know if this was uh, written for your clients, for your peers, or for your employees. But you basically <laughs> said, um, oh, we're changing everything today. We're protecting you. <laughs> That's, that's paraphrasing it, kind of, eh? That, that's paraphrasing, but yeah, that's that's about it. Um, yeah, that one I think was more for my peers. I did post it to our uh, Beanstalk page as well, um, just to, you know, more. that's where uh, more clients access. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, you know, what are you I'm sure. To? What are you like, like that, I, I know, I, I think I know at any rate, but you, I haven't seen another company take the... Um, very proactive reaction that Beanstalk's taking. What are you doing and why? Um, well, I, as I think, um, I, I'm sure you're aware, well, I, I know you're aware, um, a Russian hacker group took uh, took responsibility or, or I guess maybe had responsibility thrust upon them um, for for basically the, the theft of about $1.2 billion uh, username and password combinations, and they're not releasing what sites they were from. Now, it is at this stage, just for, for our listeners and, and to, to be thorough, um, it is alleged, and some security experts are looking, going, hey, some of these are going to be old. We don't know that it's exactly, you know, 1.2 billion. It might be a little less than that, and, and that sort of thing. Um, you know, you, you've been in SEO long enough. Any of our listeners who've been in SEO for, uh, you know, at least for the last uh, three years or so, we'll know paranoia serves us well. <laughs> um, you know, if you're if you're paranoid of Google, that's never really going to hurt you. It might slow you down a little bit and something, but it's never really going to hurt you. Um, and you know, I, I take the the same approach with uh, with security. Um, so, and we just made it a time to just do full sweeps, right? Change everybody's logins. Um, we don't know what, what might've been compromised. I, I know a lot of our clients handed us logins. You know what? It may not be that hosting company, uh, server that got hacked probably wasn't, but I'll bet you're using the same password for like 80 different things. And one of them may have been, um, so it was just a, a case of going, 
yeah, we, we've got to do the right thing. Uh, and, you know, and taking the opportunity, I'll make sure their WordPress plugins are all, you know, doing the regular stuff you should do while we're, we got to log in to change WordPress passwords. So, hey, <laughs> you might as well cover it all at the same time. So, uh, yeah, the rest of the week is pretty much uh, security exclusive uh, over here and, and making sure everybody's nice and, and secure. Uh, you know what? And, and, you know, you know as well as I do, if the odds are anything above 1%, if the odds are above 0.1% that one of our clients could get damaged, um, you know, you gotta, it's our responsibility to protect them. Well, it's funny. I, I, while, while you were talking, I was sitting here trying to think of, well, there's X number of Internet users. We're going to estimate it like 1.75, maybe 2 billion users, okay? Yeah. They probably have um, two or more services that require a, uh, a login and a password. Right. Um, likely more than that, but we'll say two or more. So now we're at now our number is four billion. Okay. Yeah. This is like uh, by far the the, the most uh, thumbnail of, of calculations, but um, <laughs> we'll say on average there's four billion uh, uh, unique passwords in use out there, more yeah. or less. Okay. Yeah. They got the Russians are this Russian hack group is either being credited or. Uh, as you said, taking credit for, um, having a quarter of them. Right. So that would make me think that that's definitely about above a 0.1% chance your client might, might be exposed, <laughs> you know? Well, you're, you're entirely right. Entirely right. And so it's just time to, you know, you got to do the right thing. when we're talking WordPress installations. Like, WordPress is so simple. It's so uh, uh, ubiquitous, and it's it is the right choice in, in a whole bunch of um, in, in in almost any circumstance. But as you know, Dave, it's a security nightmare, right? Yeah. Um. So keeping all those up to date. Now, the, the, the one the one thing I have uh, I take I take issue with in the story is I don't I just don't see the Russian mafia bragging about having a billion passwords or something. I don't see them. Uh, if anyone is is dedicated to misinformation. Beyond government, it's definitely the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, so maybe the situation's worse. Maybe the situation is isn't as bad as it is. I think we can probably all agree it is a situation. It, well, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, and do you want to be the one to explain to your client why that wasn't covered when you knew better? One of the big problems. I, I know you, you've you've dealt with these things probably a lot. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have too. The, I think the biggest issue that's going to come out of this from us um, is explaining to a client that X number of their hours from this month went into something that if successful, and it will be, they got nothing out of, right? <laughs> that effectively at the end, they'll see nothing from the use of these hours. Um, but at the same time, that's because it worked. <laughs> well, indeed. Um, uh, you, you don't got to say yes or no, Dave, but uh, the, all the listeners out there, half of you will be nodding when I say, you've been hacked at least once in your career. <laughs> I've been hacked I've been hacked a couple times in my career. Or I had my client sites hacked in a couple times in my career. And when that happens, all progressive work stops. There's yeah. only one thing and one thing that matters, and that's solving the hack and getting things, getting things back to normal. That's the only thing that matters at that point. And then, and then you got to fish through and make sure that you're not delivering malware somehow, you know, that you're not actually completing the hacker's mission for them. Yeah. Um, so they mightn't see tangible benefits, but if the process was a necessary thing, 
it's like insurance. It's much better to have it covered than not have it covered. Yeah. Oh no, no, for sure. Um, and it's something to, to something you had, you had mentioned earlier. I couldn't remember the name of the company, but as I, I decided to look it up, um, it was actually a U.S. Uh, firm hold security that revealed uh, the breach and where it was, um, and that they were stolen from some uh, 420,000 websites um, is where they gathered these from. So, um, now, when they say website, they could mean Facebook, right? They they say um, ranging from household names to small internet sites. That's all they're all they're revealing about this. Um, now they are saying, you know, very very, you know, hey, we're we're doing the right thing. We just want to protect people, so we're not releasing the names and blah blah blah. At the same time, they're also selling a service now where you can check if you're one of them. <laughs> so, um, you know, there you are. Um, you know, can I blame them for trying to make a few bucks though? Nah, not really, but still, uh, don't tell people you might be hacked, and then then don't give them a. A, a, an easy way to find out, but uh, well, the, the one thing that is clear um, that uh, I think the salient point from from the story, this story that we just talked about, is um, two salient points. One, Beanstalk SEO is taking proactive action on behalf of their clients. It's something that um, other SEO firms and other uh, web services firms should probably be doing. But um, you know, Devons want to acknowledge that you're doing it. And number two. Other SEO and web services firms, you ought to be doing this. We know there's a problem. So, like, you know, deal with it. It's important. <laughs> okay. Uh, security, security, security. Uh, Google has just um, – okay, this is, uh, is going to take a while to get through. We're going to have to go to commercial break during the middle of this of, of the segment we're going to be talking about. But, you know, it's, it's, it's the story today, isn't it? We got We got to talk about it. Like, yeah. And dedicate a lot of time to it. Google announced, they've been hinting, but they've announced today that they will give a rankings boost to sites that are running behind a security socket. Sites that have SSL, HTTPS. Now, does that imply that if you're not running it, you will be penalized by not getting this bump? And isn't that the way that uh, our friends over at Google love to word it? It's not that we're going to penalize you for not having it. It's that we're going to reward people who do. <laughs> it's like, well, well, then you're penalizing people who don't. Let's be honest here. That's how that works. Um, so, well, I mean, let's, 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 let's take a look at this from, uh, from beginning to uh, – beginning is pretty much today – to how this you know, might affect webmasters and what they ought to do about it. Um, According to an article in just about every uh, SEO-related publication anywhere, um, this I'm reading from uh, the SEM Post. I think, Dave, you got Search Engine Land open uh, on your screen? Uh, I'm sure I do. Where is it here? <laughs> I know I do. I've got a lot of tabs open right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for listeners, when we, uh, when we go through the show, eh, Dave and I will have like 20 or 30 tabs open on each of our computers. And that's why you sometimes hear us like stumbling as we try to find the next story. It's up there. We're just not sure which tab it's it is. Yeah, I got thirty tabs. Yeah, I got uh, I got the search engine land in front of me now. Okay, so I'm looking at the at the one from the post. You're looking at the one from uh, search engine land. Yep. Um, Matt ha- Matt Matt had been uh, hinting about this. It's uh, he's been talking about the importance of uh, secured surfing, secured websites. Google went secure. All Google searches are now uh, done behind a security layer. 
And Google had announced again today um, that they have been testing, and they made live today a small boost for uh, SSL. They say it's going to affect about 1% of search queries. Not sure what that means exactly in this context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? And that brings up an interesting question because they always word it that way. And I'm like, okay, is that 1% of the sites are moving or is that 1% of total queries? And if it's individual queries, is it the most sought queries? So it's actually like 20% of all searches. So here's what I hear. You got to do this now, but it's only going to uh, affect one out of 100 of you. But since we're not telling you which one out of 100, do it now, will you? <laughs> Just like the last security breach we're talking about. I mean, <laughs> like, okay, we're joking about this. I think mostly from shock. Because, um, Dave, like, like, before we get into the why Google might be doing this, as a, uh, as a business owner and a webmaster, when you're told that you're in the, the domains that you're responsible for now have to be coming from a uh, SSL a space of SSL rather than you know just a just a, uh, an open web server, like are, have you been doing those calculations in your head? X number of hours, the eight steps I'm going to have to go through to make this happen properly on every domain that I'm responsible for. Like that, I'm talking thousands of dollars in my mind. Yeah, it, it works out to a lot. Um, now, here's the perk to this, however. It's not very often that we can go to our clients and say, I'm putting X number of hours into this, and Google said it works. <laughs> like Google, Here's where Google said specifically this individual action is going to help your site rank better. Um, I mean, you know that. Like, There's not audio. We can talk about links. We can talk about, hey, content's great. And we can show it in the analytics. But it's not often that ahead of the curve you can go, here's where Google said this. This is why we're putting in the time to do it and know in advance um, that this is going to be positive. The big question we've got right now is how positive. <laughs> well, and, um, and, yeah. And they said right in, this, right in their release, for now it's affecting 1% of the sites. And you know – I, I, have a, I have a bunch of different clients, but there's one that I'm thinking of who will be a serious, onerous work to do this for. That's the one thing that's going to just jump off the document at their face, right? 1%? Jim, why are you worrying us? <laughs> because you're not. which 1%, that's why. Well, <laughs> and how, you. Often have, how often have you seen Google settle in and go, hey, we're done? Yeah, no, they're testing it. <laughs> well, and I've, I've also I also remember when when Google itself went behind the security layer, and then they uh, removed um, uh, uh, keyword referrals from uh, what was it, ten percent, fifteen percent, twenty percent, thirty five percent, seventy seventy percent, or eighty seven percent. I really lost track with people giving me different numbers over the weeks yeah. after that happened. Um, the majority percent at this point. So Google says one percent. What does that mean? No. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. I mean, the fact is, Google said it matters. You're going to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> it's not a question of will. It's, it's you will. You will tell the clients they got to do it. You will do it. <laughs> um, and, and that's, I mean, you will, I'm sure. I know I'm going to. I got lucky and just decided during security week uh, last time, like earlier, earlier this year, I went, ah, oh, let's do it. And was this for your site or for, for some of the client sites? This was for our site because I just wanted to put the little logo and, you know, because I thought I'm an SEO, might as well talk. There was no ranking. I, I didn't want to spend the time on client sites because I can't justify that. 
um, you know, as, as time, I can be putting it towards something else that would actually get them rankings. But I'm like, you know, I'm, uh, my time, as far as I'm concerned, is free for me, right? Hey, all the time in the world to work on my own stuff. So, uh, you know, because I'll work late, but you have fixed hours for clients. So you got to put that to, to their best use. Well, now it's time, right? You got you to gotta make sure, you, know, you got to do that. It's like dealing with page speed. You're, you're, you know, you basically got to tell them you're not going to notice a difference, but Google said it matters. Yep. Right. So there you go. And you're going to see as much about the security as they do. In fact, there may be some glitches because all of a sudden you got new URLs to deal with. <laughs> well, okay. Now, this is something I want to get into. I don't want to get into it just now because uh, I want to I want to be able to talk about the implications of this in, a, in an uninterrupted, an uninterrupted uh, space. So, you know what, Dave, this might be a really opportune time to go to our first commercial break. Because I'm not sure where else to go except the implications, again, like generating new URLs and what you got to do about that. So why don't we deal with that when we come back from commercial? Go to commercial now. Uh, deal with the implications of uh, Google asking us to uh, all go SSL. They don't have any holdings in SSL companies, do they? I wonder. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, then we can could, we could talk about that in un- uninterrupted time rather than having to, to take a commercial break in the middle of uh, what I think will be the most important section of this show. So, friends, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, who has taken proactive uh, measures around this before I've seen anybody else doing it, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, who wish he could have said that about his own company, but isn't. Um, but will be in the future. Uh, <laughs> you listen to Web Culture at webmasterradio.fm. It's the 7th of August, 2014. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight, don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Bubblefast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate Bubblefast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. Bubblefast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at bubblefast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. 
Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here at webmasterradio.fm. It's uh, 20 minutes, 25 minutes after the hour on the 7th of August 2014, or whatever time it is you're listening to it on a podcast. This is uh, Jim Edgerton, Digital Media, Media, Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO, and we are talking about Google moving towards giving a, uh, a small boost to secure sites, sites that are behind an SSL or a secure socket layer. Um, Dave, you had just mentioned just before we went to break um, that you know in doing this you're going to be generating a new URL and thus, well, kind of screwing up where Google thought your old pages were, and that <laughs> that, that just made me think like like when when we do something like this, it's it's a, it's a fairly major move. There's a bunch of stuff, a bunch of best practices that uh, that webmasters have to look at before um, before making this kind of move. What, what do you think? Should we, we want to cover those now? Well, let's let's do it. I mean, we we probably won't be able to cover all of them because some things are unique, technical to individual sites. But yeah, you're right. There's just some global truths that you have to figure out how to how to uh, how to sort of solve. Yeah, for sure. And at the very least, we can touch on stuff that listeners can look into afterwards. You exactly. Know, like we might be able to give a full explanation, but uh, this is stuff that you really got to be touching on. Uh, number one, when you get a uh, security certificate. There's actually more than one type of security certificate, eh? There's a, yep. there's a number of types. Um, there's the big granddaddy, the overarching extended validation certificate. Um, costs money. <laughs> costs, <laughs> costs money, folks. There's single, multi-domain, wildcard certificates. Um, you got to choose which kind of certificate you need. I would suggest a, a multi-domain or wildcard would be sufficient. A single domain would be sufficient. Really what you need is... the uh, for your server and the um, computer that's that's downloading the information that you're downloading the information to the client, they need to make a handshake, and right. that's what the SSL uh, is all about. So choosing the kind that you need is uh, is going to be important, according to John Mueller. And it looks like John Mueller is the guy who's answering all these questions. Eh? So it looks like last week's answer, last week's question, may be answering itself. Who's going to take over for Matt? Ah, yes. That's assuming Matt doesn't come back to the exact same position he was at when he left. <laughs> um, John says you don't need something as robust as an as a, uh, enhanced validation certificate, an EV certificate. That's, that's a bit bigger than necessary. But, um, you know, a single or a multi-domain certificate might be, might be necessary. What, what if you're running a subdomain? You know, um, stuff.stuff.com. Right. Um, that that would that would require a multi-domain. I would I would think. I believe it does. Yeah. Uh, well, you can go. Yeah, there you, you can get the you can get ones that work that way. Um, will work across your subs, but yeah, it depends on the one. The like for for people who already have one. Let's say you run a, a a shopping cart, for example. You probably when you were purchasing it, if you're a standard person, you go, I'm going to pay the least that I have to pay for something. Uh, and you would have gotten the simplest um, security certificate that you could, um, that, that would fit what you need it to do. And it was probably just a subsection of your entire domain once people were actually into the cart that you needed the security certificate to kick in. For those people, yep, this is going to, you know, it's going to cost more and you need to get a new one now. 
uh, if you're running subdomains and stuff, if you're just keeping it still in the same thing, then it's it's much easier, and you would just be running it on the on the one domain. But yeah, if you're if you're all of a sudden starting to run subdomains or or whatnot, um, yeah, you may have to upgrade your security certificate to get a new one. Now, when you say easier, you had a smile on your face when you said when you said they were easier, right? <laughs> There's still a bunch of stuff we got. Oh my goodness! I mean, the more I think about this, it's, it's Google. What are you doing? Okay, um, you got to be using a uh, 2048 bit key certificate. Yep. I think that's. I'm pretty sure that's uh, pretty standard now, um, according to John Mueller. Um, all new certificates have 2048 bit or more keys anyway. So. Um, chances are you're covered on that, but you got to be sure of it. Here's the one that uh, weirds me out, okay? And uh, Dave, this is uh, this is you, you got to put your SEO problem solver hat on to deal with this one. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, I hope I explain what I'm thinking. The nature of the problem could be properly. Um, you know when you're 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 uh, using a content management system like. Uh, 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 Drupal or, or WordPress or uh, uh, Joomla or something, eh? Yeah. You preset that you're um, that you're going to be requesting HTTP or HTTPS. You preset that when you're building the website in the beginning, right? Yep. Most people chose HTTP. They didn't get a security certificate. They just want to you know run on an open web server. When we code our links inside a document, we often do slash, go back to the, you know, refer to previous um, folder, file copy. I'm sorry, refer to folder, file copy, slash, file copy, rather than writing HTTP colon slash slash www.mydomain slash filename.htm. They just type slash filename.htm, right? Right, yep. How do those URLs get rewritten? Do you need to do 301s? Do you need to rewrite relative domains for everything inside the same secure domain? Or do you need to use sorry, relative URLs for resources that are all within the same same domain? Um, there's a number of questions to ask. But my big question, and again, this is uh, put your put your thinking cap on here. Like, how do you get uh, all your internal links? Pointing to the correct URL because HTTP and HTTPS are different URLs. Right. Um, I know part of this, if that helps, because uh, I did it with my site. Yeah, yeah. We've got static. You can. There's there's sort of two ways you can go here. Uh, one is most um, content management systems, like we use WordPress, will do that. So then when you go with the relative, like just you know putting in your link as slash relative to root um, and then putting in the rest of it, if you're at HTTPS, that's what it does with it. So you're, you're going to be okay there. Um, but then, right, you, you've got all these hard-coded links in there. We've all done it, right? You're like, you know, heck, you're just doing a blog post. You copy your URL, dump it in there. Okay, now you're going to HTTP. There's a few ways you can do it. Personally, I, I'm maybe it's because I'm lazy. <laughs> I like to just download the database, do a find and replace mm-hmm. in the thing. <laughs> do, the ba- do the batch replace. Do a batch uh, replace, re-upload quick note, it. Quick yeah. note, if you're going that way, folks, make a backup 
and then do your uh, batch replace. Do the backup. <laughs> very, very valid point. Um, now, a question I have, um, and and almost a bigger concern for me. I mean, not mm-hmm. both are both are big concerns, but one there's nothing you can do about it. It's out of your control, which makes it a bigger concern for me. Is we all know. Through a 301 redirect, there's – and I, I actually use my hands Something. when I'm doing it because Matt did in the video. There's a little bit of weight loss. So yep. what about all these external links pointing to your non-secured pages? When they're redirected, <laughs> does that loss carry and does the gain from having secure yeah. override that, that loss? And that's a question I, I haven't – yeah, I mean it's brand new, right? I haven't seen that question answered. I decided to bite the bullet back during security week and decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to do it and just you know, whatever. Okay. It's my so, domain, so if I lose ground, that's fine. So what was your experience? Um, I did notice a, a slight hiccup. It seemed to recover. But as you know, I know there's also wax and wax. And so you can never really be conclusive on did I lose, mm-hmm. did I gain, did at the same time, right? you can never really, you know, <laughs> figure out. Okay, was there? I, I was. I was just doing it on mine. There was no ranking benefit at the time, as far as you know, I was concerned. Um, so I was just doing it just for fun. I thought my biggest loss would be that little bit of weight loss from links, and that's okay because we're always, you know, proactively, you know, putting out good content and stuff like that. Hat tip to Angela for a great blog post recently. Uh, it, it was good link bait, so it worked. Uh, she's listening. That's why I mentioned that. Um, and uh, but I was also worried about you know as this loss cascades, there's always that part where you're like, okay, well Google lose track of which page you know that always sorts itself out. Same as changing a URL structure. All right, is Google going to kind of hiccup when all my page URLs have changed just a little bit? Um, is that going to happen? Um, that didn't seem to happen. They seemed to grasp pretty fast um, that my internals you know were just they were now secure. Like I you know you're always worried about stuff like that. It's like that's yeah, a different URL. Are they going to lose track of stuff temporarily? Even if they had, I know that's like a week or two max, and then they'll, mm-hmm. they'll have that sorted out. Um, but I wasn't able to conclude one way or the other because we're still you know building links and, and writing copy. Um, I wasn't able to conclude whether there was actually a loss from the links. But um, I would love to hear an answer from Google. Because there are sites, you work on them, I work on them, with much more vast link profiles oh my goodness. Um, than we have, right? I mean, you work on you know, massive content sites. Um, you yeah, know, and I can't list names. You can't either. But with you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of links, well, if I lose 0.1% on each one, <laughs> like, I've just lost a lot of ground. Well, I was trying to explain this to a client the other day, and I'm like, well, look, like, let's, let's pretend they're pennies, okay? And, you know, one penny, whatever, two pennies, whatever. But you get a stack of them, and that starts to add up quickly. Well, um, this, is how, this is how the entire uh, economy works of, of trading in, in currency, right? I mean, if I could have two cents of every thousand dollars that moved around the planet, You'd be I would doing be a something millionaire, else with your... multi-billionaire in a day. <laughs> yeah, you'd be doing something else with your Thursday afternoons, wouldn't you? <laughs> I sure would. I mean, I love chatting with you, Jim, but <laughs> I might be doing it from a much more tropical location because I just bought a few islands there. Um, <laughs> so, and that is how people have to think about it is, yes, if you only if you had a new site with like four links, yeah, just get it done. Just, just get it done. But if you have hundreds of thousands or millions of links and, and, you know, most of our listeners and, and myself included would kind of salivate at the idea of having that many. But um, if you did, 
<laughs> you may be taking a very, very dramatic loss in link weight if Google hasn't factored that in or if the move to um, secure doesn't sort of outweigh or at least equal um, okay. with, your, with your link growth. Let's follow your first premise there, Google factoring it in or not factoring it in, okay? Yeah. Let's assume, just, just for this conversation, folks, this is, this is not a recommendation assumption in any form. It's just a conversational assumption, okay? Don't take action on this assumption. Do not. <laughs> um, let's assume that Google does work it out, though, okay? It, yeah. it knows, but some people are not going to transfer over to HTTPS. Some people will. Enough will that there will have to be a bulk reevaluation of link footprints. Yeah? It, it, does that make sense? Yeah. So does that mean there's going to be like a fairly massive update following, say, three to three to five months from now? <laughs> that that is directly related to this. We will never know what happened. We'll never know exactly what it was, but you know, does that suggest that X number of months from now there there has to be a massive re realignment? Well, there does. And in that event, have we just given Google another signal? Um, and that's, that's something else that I'm considering is if all of a sudden we're moving all of our sites to HTTPS, we've just given Google the line in the sand to judge our new link growth because everything oh, else will now switch. Dude, sweet. I haven't <laughs> thought of that. That's really cool. Um, so I, I, I like links. Can you tell? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's because we, we know that they're all, you know, they find old links, they find new. Anybody who's used Ahrefs, you can see that the, not to say their crawlers are as robust as Google's, not, not by a long shot. But you can see that links have delays and when they get picked up and stuff. And, yeah, we've just gone, here it is. Everything past this date that you crawled and saw we switched to secure, everything past that date is new. And that is a hell of like you said, that is a great demarcation point to do um, any six ways to Sunday of analysis. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, at man. the same time, for us as analysis people, that's kind of nice too because I can look at backlinks now and go, well, I know all of these ones <laughs> came in on that date, right? Like as 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 an SEO and, and looking at links, it allows you to filter through them and go, okay, I need to shortlist all the ones that are newer. Um, which you want to know, hey, what have we done or what are we doing? Um, great for, say, a new client, and we actually have some that just started this month. Great, we'll switch them all over to secure, and then we know 100% which ones were us. <laughs> Whether we built them or not, you know, if it was just we were helping them build good content, which is most of them, okay, it'll be easy to go all of these ones are as a result of our work um, because here's when it switched. Okay, um, we're going to have to go to commercial in a few moments so that we can actually have uh, enough time to do a, a, a sufficient third segment. But uh, before we do this, I just want to sort of jump to uh, a couple other things that we might want to think about when doing the switch to uh, HTTPS. Right now, if you were to, I mean, I don't know about your robot text file because you've already done the switch, but if most of us were to open our robot text files, we'll be trying to lock Google, Googlebot out of secured areas. There's no reason for them to go into a secured area if it's secured, right? Like, I don't want them going through my shopping cart and having all those internal uh, calls come up in a search result. Right. Well, blocking bots using robot text from HTTPS uh, uh, pages might be a mistake in the future, right? Like, a big one. You know, 
you're going to have to open all of your pages again. Anything that you want indexed, you'll have to radically open up. you got to check your robot.txt file really carefully. And uh, you know how you get, like, you know, on some pages it's actually advantageous to have the no index, no follow? Yep. Well, you know, you might want to reevaluate the advantageousness of that in light of needing to get, because you got a new, new URL happening. So it's not at, like, one, two, three, goody two shoes lane anymore. Now it's over at one, two, three, four, goody two shoes lane. Assuming you're a white hat. <laughs> well, you're totally right. And I mean, the thing is, and to me, and I'm sure to you as well, isn't this a, a great example of why Google can use this past just it being secure, but you actually use this as a trust signal with the massive amount of work it takes to do? Who's doing it? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, look, these guys are willing to invest thousands of dollars doing what we tell them to do. Okay, let's reward them. Yeah, well, exactly. It's like if you're willing to put in that amount of work, this is not a, a churn site. <laughs> like, this is clearly one you, you care a lot about. Um, so there, there is going to be that side as well. Okay. Uh, wow. Oh, man. Oh, my God. The budgeting nightmare that this produces is just hurting my brain. And so while my brain recovers from this uh, shock that I just put through, that you just put through it, Dave. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> we should take a commercial break now because I, I want to come back and talk about a few a few more googly things, including um, – well, you know what? I'm going to wait till we get back from the from the commercial break because it's just too silly to announce ahead of time. Friends, you're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 7th of August, 2014. we got some more googly stuff to talk about with these messages. Stay on tuned. Sit tight and dove. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. 
commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 7th of August, 2014. This is the uh, third segment of our three-segment show. And, uh, you know, before we jump into the segment, I, 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 I really got to say... We have an exciting afternoon here on Webmaster Radio. We got PPC uh, Playbook coming up directly after this show. Directly after that, we have a live SEO 101. Directly after that, we have uh, Affiliate Buzz with James Martell live. And uh, if I remember hearing Brasco in his perfect MBR voice say, directly after that, we have the return of Rainmaker. Not this week. It's coming up. It's just Burn. that. I know, but it's it's well, the good news was that um, yeah, we had a couple. We, we were starting uh, Rainmaker off actually. When we come back, it's the plan is to actually bring it back next week. That's what it looks like we're going to do, and we're going to well, bring out two episodes to celebrate the relaunch of the show. And is that interview going to be on it? I mean, two episodes, two thirty-minute-long interviews. Uh, yeah, the ones that I want. Anyway, welcome back to Rainmaker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what do we want to do? Really want to do googly? Do we want to do rush? Do we want to do googly? Rusky? Um, I think I, you know what? I think I want to do the one last Google story. Uh, All right. This is something that Barry uh, Schwartz. We got to have a dun 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 whenever we say Barry Schwartz's name because we say it so often, right? <laughs> but uh, this time it's like, what the heck, man? So I'm looking at a. Hey, give me uh, one more time. Uh, Can you give me Barry's name one more time, and I'll hit it for you. Barry Schwartz. <laughs> Well, I mean, not like he's notorious or anything. I, I mean, I, I wanted like he's the he's the man kind of music, right? Because <laughs> Barry Schwartz is the man. Like he's when it comes to reporting on stuff that happens in this industry, legend is too small a word for Barry Schwartz. Um, how about like mountains of admiration for this dude? That's a. Oh, if I can find a word that was that big, that's how I feel about Barry. Mountains of admiration for him. But every once in a while, Barry, my friend, dude, like, I got to say, what? Google Toolbar page rank hasn't been updated in eight months. Um, like, you know, like, who's the damn? <laughs> um, dude, What? Well- all right, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here like the uh, I guess maybe villain uh, that uh, that the the tones that Brasco had launched in there uh, would be suitable for. But Dave uh, Davies, I, I'm I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Barry a little credit here. Uh, he's a reporter, right? I mean, this is this is his job. He has to ask the questions that the readers are asking and make the points that the readers are wondering about. But this uh, is kind of one of those dog bites man stories. I, I think, I mean, to me, you know, you and I, um, I, I think we've been around long enough to know that little green bar. I, personally, I wish it would go away <laughs> like, at, at this stage. And the green bar toolbar or uh, page rank isn't the same as the page rank Google's using. It can be a decent indicator. You know, I mean, I look at it, I can't help it. So do you. So do you know, all of our listeners do, I'm sure. But, um, you know, it's not. It doesn't really matter. It's not what's your page rank. It's how does your page rank. <laughs> That's what matters. There you go. Um, but at the same time, he is a reporter. He is covering news. 
I'm sure a lot of his, you know, readers and subscribers are are wondering about it. I'm sure he's not just magically coming up with this question. I bet he's been asked it a thousand times and finally went, I need to write something about this. Heck, I've done it. You've done it. He might just be writing about it, so now he can answer the question with a link and be done with it. Oh, indeed. So he doesn't have to bang his head against his desk every time somebody <laughs> asks the question, because that must hurt after a while, eh? Oh, well, exactly. Go. Here it is. Okay, now, in, 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 in Barry's favor... And I'm happy to say something. He did write at his second last paragraph here is excellent. So will they update it in the future? I mean, maybe. If all these sites switch to HTTPS, all the PR will be down to zero. So they'll have to refresh it once in the future to assign page rank to those new URLs. And then he says, personally, I wouldn't mind if they never updated it again. So, okay, my, uh, my hat tips to Barry. Um, and you know what? Maybe he's right. Maybe there does have to be. As, as I was saying earlier, now that we have a whole bunch of URLs, out, new URLs out in the environment, there has to be a massive link reevaluation. Oh, definitely. Um, and I mean, you know, it's it's a lot like a lot of the question. You know, I mean, I think he's doing it a lot like, and, and I've done it, you've done it, you know, lots of uh, authors have done it, the, the typical like whatever. SEO is dead article. I haven't done one of those, but, but enough people have that I respect. Um, you know, to sort of go, okay, you're just like, well, and then concluding, no, it's not right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're drawing in with some with some clickbait, and then going, but it's not right. And I are think that you suggesting <laughs> are you suggesting that the great Barry Schwartz might stoop to clickbait? <laughs> He's gonna hit me on the back of the head next time he sees me. I just know it's coming. <laughs> okay. We're uh, we're about five minutes away from uh, from the end of this show. Maybe maybe six minutes away from the end of the show. Really interesting piece in Marketing Land today came up from Greg Sterling. Um, smartphone penetration. Seventy-five percent of U.S. adults are going to be are will be walking around with a smartphone in their pocket. Yeah, or hands bumping into each other. <laughs> yeah, indeed. But seventy-five percent, one hundred and seventy-three. I'm sorry, 234 million smartphone subscriptions in the United States. Yeah. Like, that's um incredible number. When you think of America's population in the, what, 350, 360 million range? Yeah. 234 million of those 360 million Americans, some of whom are children or very old, have cell phone subscriptions. And these are, these are, these are not cell phones, I'm sorry, smartphones. This is, I'm not talking about your old Razor Flip. I'm talking about something that, like, you know, like your, 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 your uh, uh, Android device or your iPhone. So these people are walking around with a computer in their pocket that's more powerful than the P1 that, you, that uh, many, many of our listeners started on. <laughs> a very valid point. Actually, I remember sitting on a school bus in high school going, what do we need a Pentium for? I had a 486. <laughs> I was like, why do we even need a Pentium? So um, you can play Quake. Well, that I, I quickly learned why, and, and you're right. I mean, you could, you could put people on the moon with the technology that's in my phone, um, and yet we still complain about it and go, it's so slow. <laughs> right? Well, you know what? If it's slow, that could be – that's very likely because the website you're accessing isn't uh, prepared for mobile. Hasn't been optimized for mobile or it's using like, you know, like massive size images and trying to compress them uh, – into the mobile environment. Um, here's uh, another fairly solid argument 
about um, you know um, responsive design and and getting your client yours or your client's websites prepped for the mobile world and keeping your uh, device updated. I know every time Apple launches a new one, they push out a new OS update that basically bricks everyone <laughs> previously. So you know, there's that. Um, so that was just a little dig at Apple because I don't uh, <laughs> don't love them for that. Um, you know what I found actually. Uh, more surprising than the um, than the penetration. Actually, you know what? I, I can't say that. That is a, a huge uh, penetration. They've only there's um, 317 million. I just looked up the census. So we're dealing with a, a number of people that far exceeds well, not far, but significantly uh, exceeds the number of adults. <laughs> so that's what we're looking at there. Um, but is the losses um, that Android took a loss? Apple um, took some gains. Um, and Apple seems to be grabbing the users from BlackBerry. Well, you know, BlackBerry is the Yahoo of smartphones, right? <laughs> um, they had, they were sitting on top of the hill. They stopped innovating. They made some very bad business decisions, and um, they are paying for it now. Um, again, the Yahoo and Black. Stories could 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 be quite similar to each other. Um, Apple, you know, Apple's Apple. Apple's got. Uh, extraordinary device. It's uh, amazingly elegant. It's really easy to use. Um, if you're an Apple user, you're an Apple user. Um, <laughs> you don't. You rarely cross back once you become one. I think it's um, the Kool Aid or the bubble gum they eat. I don't know. Um, but you know, it, Apple gained a little bit, like a like a percentage on Android, and Android lost about a half percentage. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Apple did see some uh, significant gains from BlackBerry. I don't know what to say about BlackBerry. I wish their story was different, but their story is about to end. So, um, yeah. the uh, uh, I, I would I would say that it's wise to check what your how your site operates in the Android and Apple environment. Um, probably got it covered. Now. Um, here's probably an interesting um, little statistic just on, on these, and I don't understand it, Jim, so maybe you can explain it to me. I know we only got a, a couple minutes left here. So Android sitting at 51.9% mm -hmm. uh, market share. Looking down at the top smartphone properties and apps used, <laughs> um, we can see that Play is coming in at 52.1%. So we have who are these people <laughs> that are coming oh. in? There's there's more people going to Google Play than have Androids. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what that's all about, though? I mean, like, these, are two, these stats got to be looked at in isolation of each other, right? Like, Android has 51.9%, we'll say 52% of the overall American smartphone market as of June 2014. But Apple um, iPhones come preloaded with a whole bunch of apps that right. you have to go to Google Play if you're an Android user to download. So um, Google Play itself is an app. When you get an Android, you got to download yeah. Google Play, and that's like your way into the Google the Googleverse for your phone. Um, so that could actually, that 52% uh, percent of um, the top of downloaded apps um, being Google Play could indicate that people are getting Androids and have to download Google Play. Right. 
Right, or, um, or just in Google Play because that's where you have to go for your updates too and stuff. It's not sort of inherent in the. In well, the yeah, but you this, have to go into the app. these are apps, specific apps that are downloaded to uh, to people's phones. Eh? The only Android app that is downloaded more frequently than Google Play. Oh, sorry, uh, is uh, downloaded the same amount as Google Play is YouTube. Right, makes uh, perfect sense. Yeah, indeed. Um, it's uh, the YouTube app would have to be accessed through the Google Play Store, and that's likely one of the first apps that that a uh, Android user would download. So that's why I think that number works like that. Gotcha. That explains it. <laughs> stats, stats, and more stats. Love them. Gotta love them. Lies, damn lies, and statistics. Okay, we have about a minute. I don't hear the hook music yet, so um, I got to tell you about a quick experience. Um, friends, believe in sitemaps. They work. Big time. Um, so guess what Guess what tool I got to use the other day? Ooh, let me guess a sitemap. No. <laughs> well, I did, and it worked wonders. I got to use Xenu. Remember Xenu? I still use it all the time. Yeah. The reports you get from that, this one crashed my computer three times. Um, found so many errors on this, on this client site. But now that we've found them and we've isolated where the errors are, we can start picking them off either by batch or by one, one by one. And man... It makes a difference, and it can make a rapid difference in, in, in um, what used to be rankings to restoring rankings. Um, Xenu, X-E-N-U dot, is it dot org? Dot net? Oh, no, I can't remember. Just, you can Google Xenu. It shows up. Um, uh, that's X, usually how I find it. X-E-N-U? Check yep. it out, Webmasters. It will give you, like, every link that exists within a website, every URL that exists within a website, and every, every uh, you know, broken link, uh, weird 301, 302, 404, 410, the dreaded 503, etc. Cool. And cool little tool. It's a great tool, and, and worth mentioning, um, if you have larger sites and blogs, it checks your externals, too. So you can find out, hey, other people might have taken pages down that you didn't know about or moved them. Um, and it'll it'll let you know uh, let you know those ones too. Um, something I know you found when it's totaling up your total number of broken links, just to save people the panic you and I and, and first time users will always have. It'll show like, and you've got a hundred thousand broken links, uh, and a lot of them are run as sites, right? Like you'll find like yeah. ten of them are on like ten thousand pages. Well, there's you know a hundred thousand of them, right? There. <laughs> but <laughs> but you fix it in your footer, and you fix you've done it exactly. Okay, we have got to be reaching the end of the show. I know we, we've reached the end of our rough script. we got a producer in the house? <laughs> okay. Um, hey, in lieu of a producer kicking us off. Oh, there he goes. Okay, we're getting kicked off the air. We have done the full hour. We're going to be back here next week on behalf of Dave Davies from The Proactive Beanstalk SEO. This is uh, Jim Hedger <laughs> from Digital Always Media. You've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Like I've been saying a bunch of times, friends... We got incredible content coming up on the network. I urge you to stay tuned, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is pro 